Music Ray Gun mini episode. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Hey, Kirk. I was thinking about that dance. <laughs> As well you should. Because we talked about that on our last episode. Yep. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. In terms of what? Just enough to make me read the Wikipedia article about Bat Dance. Ooh, exciting. And I found out some information. Okay. Where do you think on the Billboard chart Bat Dance got its highest position? What do you think its highest position was? I thought it went number one. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And that's that's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it's man. so bad. It's Not only that, but it was it was only Prince's fourth number one single. Well, that that in and of itself is dog shit. Right? But, like, the fact that the, your fourth number one hit is Bat Dance. Yeah. I didn't even look up what the other three were because I can so easily rattle off more than three way better songs than I Bat Dance. I think I can do it. it would, oh, you can say what the other number one I were? I think I can. Yeah. Well, it would be When Doves Cry. Probably. Uh, and then after that, it would have been Raspberry Beret just because it came Was that off. a number one? Yeah. Okay. And then it might have been Kiss. Kiss was one, yeah. actually. Because this was his first since Kiss. Yeah. Which wasn't that long after Kiss. Exactly. But that means, like, Let's Go Crazy yeah. wasn't as big a Side hit as the Times wasn't. Little Red Corvette wasn't Little as big a hit. 1999 wasn't? No. Those were not as big no. hits as... Bat Dance. Which means Bat Dance is better. Right. For some people, that's true. Some people honestly go through the world with the idea that, like, well, the things that sell the most or are the most popular are the best. Yeah. Like, what other gauge could there possibly be? How else do you gauge it? Exactly. Yeah. In that, by 1989, Prince had four, his four best songs included <laughs> Bat Dance. Exactly. It wasn't going to get any better than Bat Dance. Yeah. That's crazy. It's... It's not surprising only because of that 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 whole phenomenon of the movie coming out. Well, no, it's yeah, it's not surprising because it's just a reminder that like the Billboard charts are bullshit. Oh yeah, because they just all they do is measure what sold the most. Yeah, which who cares? Right, it's, like Billboard is a trade. I worked. For I was Billboard. about to say you it's just a trade. For them. Ma- it's a trade magazine. Yeah. It's not like. It has nothing to do with music. No. It has everything to do with business. Yeah. It's we, a business magazine. But music exists, you know, back in the day, open and be like, oh, best song in the world. Right. Bad Dance is number one. You can't deny it. Yeah. Yeah, we can't. Means you terrible. sold the most, which sometimes is not, you know, like, you just have a novelty hit. Exactly. You know, fucking Old Town Road spends 17 weeks or whatever yeah. number one. Does that mean The Streak is one of the best songs ever? What's The Streak? Are you serious? Yeah. What uh, what song are you talking about? There's a song in the 70s called The Streak. Oh, was it about running around naked? Yes. Oh, yes, they call him The Streak. Woo! Look at him, look at him, running down the street. That was a number one? I think it was a top ten. I don't want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> You're done. This is it. <laughs> Shut it down. Paul is done. Bat Dance is number one. Bat Dance is Let's number Go Crazy wasn't. Nope. There is no justice. Certainly not. No. But I just wanted to mention that because uh, if I have to know it, <laughs> I want to make <laughs> then sure. Then everyone else has to know it. Yeah. Well, Paul, speaking of injustice. Oh, okay. Segway. I want to talk about a Kirk record of mine. Oh, okay. I want to talk about the Millie Vanilli documentary. I've heard of it. Yeah. On streaming now, wherever you get your streams. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. 
very good. Is it better than the very first episode of Behind the Music, which was about Millie Vanilli? Yes, because you learn more stuff. It dives a little deeper. A lot of it's retread, and if you saw that, you kind of get it. Here's some of the things. It's very sad. Yeah. It's very sad. It ha- There's a happy ending, but... Rob's still alive? <laughs> he faked it. <laughs> he faked it? He yeah. faked it. He's a poet in France. No, he did. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. But Fab, husband, uh, has four kids, goes on tour, can actually sing now. Yeah, even even by the time of Behind the Music, they took pains to show, like, Fab can sing. Yeah. So he just goes out and does Millie Vanilli songs to, like, oh, does he? to like Gen Xers who are just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Fab solo doing Millie Vanilli That's hits. basically what it is. Sure. Good but, for him. Yeah. And I was like, and he looks great. And I'm yeah. like, so that was good. Here's the two things that I was like, what? And I don't know if they're on the uh, um, Behind the Music, but I was like, what the hell? So... You know, they made this song as like, we're just going to make this song and it'll be a number one hit in the clubs and that'll be fine. Then it blew up. and Which they, one, girl? You know it's girl, true. Girl, you know it's true. And so then it goes to the States and becomes big and they're like, fuck, we got to record an album. Yeah. Not Millie Vanilli, but uh, Frank Farian, the producer. So he's like, they're going to, they sign with Arista and Arista's going around going to people, hey, we need songs, we need songs. And so they go to Diane Warren. Yeah. And they're like, Diane, do you have a song? And she's like, Fuck yeah, I do. It's called Blame It on the Rain. That song's so much better than Girl, You Know It's True. Exactly. It yeah. is better. And I love Girl, You Know It's True. Girl, You Know It's True is kind of... Kind I of love meh, it. But I love but, Blame It on the Rain. And she was like, not only do I have it, but it should be the follow-up. Because it's very similar, but yeah. different. And I was like, you're a genius. You're a fucking genius, Diane Warren. Yeah. And I, once she said that, I was like, that's why it's the best song in the album. Because it's fucking her. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. The sad thing that really was just like, oh, this is such bullshit. The guy, Frank Farian, who came up with Milli Vanilli and, and produced yeah. the thing. So while they were on the MTV tour, he was like, well, this is huge. I'm just going to go ahead and record a second album. Yeah. Because I don't need them. Right. I just use the same people that I used for the first. So we recorded the second album way before like it's even like time for them to come in that's just efficient like, yeah they can be on the road yeah. and you're creating more product at the same time i can't blame him for that so like <laughs> he can i can't so like they come by and they're like the whole thing of like we're gonna sing no fuck you you're not gonna sing fuck you we are yeah and so he outs them right which we all knew he fucking outed them and that's the reason why they got discovered but i didn't know this part so he outs them and then he goes well, i still got the second album right so I'm going to put it out and I'm going to put it out with a new band called The Real Millie Vanilli. Uh-huh. And he's like, and it's going to be all the people that actually did the album, the first two albums. Right. But it wasn't. He did the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> he got a bunch of models and yeah. good looking people and was like, this is The Real Millie Vanilli. I wanted to, there's an interview. They just happened to also be hot. Yeah, but I didn't want them to be the faces yeah. for some reason. I, but I wanted to give them their due because they did all the work. Yeah, and then they interviewed the musicians, and they're like, "Yeah, we weren't part of that album. We sang on that." There's two. There's there's uh, twins. These two twin sisters mm-hmm. who are great. They're two white twins, and they're like, "We sang all the female parts on both the albums." And he told us specifically, "You're not in the band because you're white, okay. and I need this to be a black band." Yeah, and he, she's like, "But we sang on that fucking album." But it was called The Real Millie Vanilli, and it wasn't real. 
Yeah, and it wasn't a hit either. No, it didn't do anything. Yeah. It completely freaking flailed. Yeah. But uh, when I saw that, I was fascinating. Is Frank Farian still alive? I think he died kind of recently. Okay. Because they, they, I mean, he did, uh, you know, on-camera interviews for the Behind the Music. Oh, yeah. Back in 96 He might have passed, like, or I think he passed during COVID, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was an older fellow back then. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they didn't have any new interviews with him. Or, no. Or Rob, obviously. No. And then, but it was just, it was interviewing the, it was interviewing the musicians, too. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got paid nothing. We had to swear secrecy. And then they interviewed Arista people. And the best is Clive Davis, who was like, we didn't know they couldn't sing. Like, <laughs> he literally says, they were in Europe. Yeah. We had no way of knowing. Well, that's, I mean, I blame Europe, right? Because say what you will about American pop. It's pretty awful sometimes, yeah. too. But when that kind of shit tends to happen, it's a Europop thing, yeah. right? Like, I remember when Technotronic Love came Technotronic, out. yeah. But, like, the girl in the video oh, isn't yeah. Yacht Kid K. Because nope. Kid K isn't, like, sexy. No. Nope. So they just got, like, a sexy model. To, or, like, CNC Music CNC Factory did that. Like, like that. Isn't yeah. it Martha Wash Martha on the Wash. track? Exactly. And they right. just got some model to yep. sing on the video. So... They're always pulling shit like yeah. that. Where well, freedom that, that CNC was American. I well, freedom freedom was, but I thought CNC were in, or Europe. I thought they came out of the New York scene. I'm not sure, but well, in general, I Euro pop will have that thing where it's like yeah. a couple of producers from Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like their project, yeah. but then they just have like hotties to be the yeah. face of the band and it's always like who's doing what yeah that's like a very euro pop thing but like they they had to they they never said who what happened yeah but the big thing was like you know they're doing great the, sh- the album's huge and the lies and they want a grammy they want a grammy yeah and the whole thing about the grammy thing was the management team was like do not send them up for a grammy don't like yeah. put their petition them but an assistant manager who didn't know that they couldn't sing was like, I'm going to do it because this album's great. <laughs> and then they got it. But then there was a thing where they're like, well, you have to sing on the Grammys. You can't do it. Yeah. And so they said, so one Arista guy was like, oh, yeah, someone paid them off. Someone paid the Grammys off to let them lip sync on the night of the Grammys. Yeah. Which had to have been Arista. I, I mean, yeah, I, I would assume so. I remember that being one of the big... Uh, points in the behind the music is yeah. is Rob saying like oh, we just were just like please don't let yeah. us win the Grammy they didn't they desperately did not want to win the Grammy because yeah. they would have exposed them yeah and then I just remember him going and then we won the goddamn yeah. Grammy and you know who they beat <laughs> who they beat the Indigo Girls for best new artist for right? best yeah. new artist yeah. and sold a soul. I mean, okay. I mean... <laughs> Those are both better art and more genuine, obviously. I mean, you're yeah. just like, wow, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. But the best new artist is always... It's always garbage jive. anyway. It's always job. But you're just yeah. like, wow, they were apparently... They're apparently better than Indigo Girls. Yeah. Proof. So, Frank Farian, what is his... Where's he from? They're from Germany. Because... I thought Fab was French. Fab was French, but they met in, in Belgium. Oh, okay. So it's... Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, they, like, they were like street rats. Yeah. Like, they were really poor. And then they became dancers. And then, like, they were making kind of a scene on the dance scene because they were so good looking. Yeah. And then someone's like, okay, well, let's get him to Frank Farian. And Frank Farian's like, oh, yeah. Like, 
here, just pretend to lip sync and then yeah, we'll yeah. do this thing. And you'll sing on the next one. And they're always like, oh, the next one. It's we'll also, it's always so contrived and fabricated. And, yeah. yeah. Robin Fab. Robin Fab. Did Rob kill himself or overdose? I can't remember. Or like the jury's out. I think he overdosed. Yeah. But he overdosed in like a shitty motel room in Hollywood yeah. and Sunset and... I, I just remember, I mean, with the law. I watched Behind the Music like crazy when I was yeah. a kid, and that was the debut episode, and so I saw it so many times, and he died pretty shortly after yeah. it aired to where they amended it with a, like, you know, follow-up, yep. Rob's dead now, <laughs> follow but up. it was very sad because, you know, e- even in the original version... Fab always seemed like he was in a better place about it. Yeah. And and Rob was clearly, like, fucked up about it. Right? Well... Like, Rob was struggling a lot more than Fab I, ever was. Here's, here's how it looked to me on the documentary. Yeah. Rob was, like, they're, like, he was, like, Rob was, like, three years older. So, mm-hmm. like, when all this happened, he was 24 and Fab was, like, 21. Yeah. Still young. Baby. So, Fab was, like, this is, like, my big brother. I look up to him. And Rob was always the, like, I want to be famous. I want this. I want this. Yeah. And so he was always kind of the leading force. Also, he spoke better English than Fab at the time. Okay. So he, Fab didn't talk that much because his English was so bad. Yeah. And Rob's wasn't that much better, but like he got through it. Yeah. But then the saddest thing. Oh, I just remembered this. They interviewed... Uh, Rob was adopted. Oh, okay. And so they interview his adopted sister. Yeah. And his sister was like, yeah, like at the orphanage... He would he would just so crave attention so much that he would act out and like people would come in to like you know look at the kids and see if they're gonna take them. Yeah. And he would drink out of the toilet just to get attention. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I so he was just that'll work. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, so you're like, okay, well he had he had issues from the start. Yeah. And then being famous and then being fucking outed yeah. just made it worse. Yeah. So yeah. it's real sad. Yeah. But like you said, it's a happy ending at least for Fab. What's his full name? Fab. Uh... Fab Moran. Yeah, that's Fab, right. Yeah, that's I right, can't yeah. remember Rob. Rob Piat, 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 Piat or something like that. Yeah, that rings. Here's the thing too. I was so invested in this documentary, and I'm like, I still only like two songs. It's not like I like this album. What's the, there's like a third. There's four. Okay. Two, blame it on the rain. Fucking great. Yeah, girl, you know it's true. I'm I'm a fan. I get that yeah. people are like now. Then it's Girl, I'm Gonna Miss You, which is a ballad that's dog shit. Yeah. And then it's Baby, Don't Forget My Number, which is a terrible, like, dance song. And then all the rest is filler. Sure. I mean, and even the two big hits, they're not, like, great. No, they're not great. Anyway. But if you hear them now, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been singing Blame It on the Rain around the house all, like, all week. I mean, that song is definitely an earworm. It is. Yeah. And they end the documentary with, with Fab singing it yeah. live. And you're like, oh, that's He's good. doing a good job. He's doing a good job. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. I want good things for Fab Moran. Mm-hmm. And he's still broken up about Rob because he's like, he's my brother. Like, yeah. He took care of me and like watched out for me. And you're like, yeah, no wonder you're fucking sad. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. What, uh, what platform is that on? Not that we advertise, but just for me if I want to watch it. Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Yes. Okay. Cool. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Fun, fun, a, a, a good, learn a lot. I mean, like I said, I watched that behind the music many times, but the last time I watched it was probably still in the 90s, so. 
Yeah, I need a refresher, and I want the updates on Fab. There and there's some stuff that I, I haven't left out there. You're like, oh my god, I didn't know that. So it's yeah. it's they they do a good job. It's a legit. Do they doc. show the footage of when they're performing live and the tape like starts looping? Yes, like, girl, you know it. They girl, do, you know it. and it's funny because there was no internet. It, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, like they got called out on it, and people were like, oh yeah, well that's weird that that happened, and nothing came out of yeah. it. And then it was the Grammys that did it. I mean, that would be easy enough to cover to be like, well, yeah, we sing to a track live, but yeah. it's our voices. Yeah, exactly. Because, sing- I mean, artists do that today. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's I mean, no different. Britney Spears doesn't sing live. Yeah, exactly. So it's, wouldn't, it's not, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was yeah. when they won the Grammys. And then literally just Frank Farian's like, fuck you. I'm calling you out. Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. Yeah. The Millie Vanilli story. The Millie Vanilli story. A, a band that was popular for like, Eight months. That's it. And we're still talking about them yep. now 32 years yep. later. Yeah. 34 years later. They just whatever. had a couple of hits. Yeah. And that was it. But they were the biggest band in the world for like a hot minute. I, I mean, you said eight months and that's, that's about right. Yeah. That's really hot. But they were so hot. Like, they I were remember. crazy yeah. hot. They were ever, and they won all the like jive awards that didn't mean anything. Yeah. Because they won like the American Music Awards. And you could tell they're like excited because they knew it didn't really matter. Yeah. So people are like, hey, look at me. I won an American Music Award. Just don't win the Grammys. It's like a Cable Ace Award. Exactly. <laughs> like a Grammys that much better. Fuck the Grammys. Yeah, no, the Grammys are always terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to check that out. Good it's wreck. Good. Yeah, you'll like it. Okay, but now the fun's over. No. It's time to get to work. No more talk about suicide music. <laughs> suicide music. <laughs> you think anyone's ever c- committed suicide to a Millie Vanilli? Like they put out a Millie Vanilli record and like... I'm going to blow my brains out to I mean, blame it on the rain. It could have been Rob. <laughs> he's, just, he's just playing. God, if he was listening to his own music. He's listening to Girl, I'm going to miss you. And then he just. Oh, God, that got dark. I might have to edit that. Sorry. Out. Sorry. <laughs> I was feeling now it. Now it's time for the music trivia quiz. Yeah. This is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other tr- trivia questions from the music themed expansion to the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, which means all of the questions are about music only from before 1985, which makes it a pretty challenging quiz. Pretty tough. Uh, last time we tied, mm-hmm. so I'm still standing at one win in yep. my streak. Yep. So there's no candy on the table. None. This is just for, this is just, we're just punching. We're just punching. We're just punching swinging. Each other. But since I'm defending my win, I will ask you yes. your questions first. So, so I will choose, choose first, and I'm going to go right here, not even thinking. Okay, the first category is cover notes. Here's the question. What's the flip side of Hank Ballard's 1960 hit, Finger Poppin' Time? Finger Poppin' Time 2. Incorrect. The Twist. Say it again. What's the flip side of Hank Ballard's 1960 hit, Finger Poppin' Time? Oh, the Twist. Oh. I can't remember my head. I was thinking Chubby Checker. I was like, wait, did I hear it? Yeah, right? I believe Hank Ballard's... Chubby Checker's is a cover. I did not know that. Yes, he did not originate. Wow. But he's the one who had the big hit I with did him. not know that. Okay. Uh, your mother should know what late jazz singer explained her parents' marriage, quote, he was 18, she was 16, and I was three. Ella Fitzgerald. Billie Holiday. God damn it. It's always one or the other. 1950s, what Lieber and Stoller song did Elvis end his 1956 stage show with? Oh, God damn it. I know these names. Sure. 
56. 56. Like that makes a difference to you getting it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 56. Oh, 56. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, the big Elvis fan. Yeah. Um, read it one more time. Yes. What Lieber and Stoller song did Elvis end his 1956 stage show with? God, I don't know the I don't know the dates of Elvis's song, so I'm like, wait. Uh I think that's uh um <laughs> Oh fuck it. I can't help falling in love with you. Incorrect. Was it Jailhouse Rock? Nope. Okay, good. Hound Dog. Oh, okay. Fuck Hound Dog. Now let's see how good your memory is. Oh no. 1960s. Who had his fingers on America's pulse with the 1960 hit Finger Poppin' Time? Hank Ballard. Correct. Thank God. Uh, okay. What country great served up old dogs, children, and watermelon wine? Willie Nelson. Tom T. Hall. Don't know who that is. Neither do I. And finally, Anything Goes is the last category. What do beginning music students learn from F-A-C-E? Face. What do they learn from F A C E? Uh, chords? Incorrect. The treble clef spaces. I never in a million years. You are not a music student. No. Ooh, that was a. Rough one. I took piano lessons for six years as a child, and I'm not sure I would have remembered that. Wow. Either. You got one. God, except for that one, that was wow. rough. Yeah. Fuck. And would you have gotten the Hank Ballard one if you hadn't gotten both, both of those no. questions on the card? No. Well, you avoided the bagel with that. Thank God. That's the one. That's, That's the one. Right okay, there. here we go. Only one, uh, two to win. Cover notes what poet singer wrote Suzanne and later married a woman of that name? Leonard Cohen. There's a tie. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. Who's ni- uh, Mom, whose 1944 show at the Paramount Theater forced 800 New York City policemen to control a mob of 25,000? Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. For, is that correct? Yeah, I already won. You already won. Okay. God it's damn. an extra mission. What, 50s, what did Carl Perkins describe as, quote, blues with a country beat? Rock and roll. Rockabilly. Oh. Wow. Okay. Damn, threw me a curveball. 60s, does the line, tomorrow never knows, appear in the Beatles song of that name? No. Correct, it does not. So you're at three? Shit. After Beatles, who was John's friend on his TV special, John Denver and and Friend? Kermit the Frog. Frank Sinatra. Okay. I never would have known that either. <laughs> Last one. Anything goes. What member of the violin family is called the Bratschke in Frankfurt? B-R-A-T-S-C-H-E. Bratsk. Spell it again, please. B-R-A-T-S-C-H-E. What member of the violin family is called the Bratschke in Frankfurt? The bass. The viola. The viola. Look that's what that. it was last time there was a question It about was. That's right. So you got three. Yeah. Oh, God. That was dog shit. <laughs> Woof. No, for me, it was excellent. Hooray <laughs> yeah, for you. Dog shit. Bad for me. Oh, well. That's the end of the mini episode. Bye. Bye.